0: Live from Conference USA, Basketball Media Day here in Huntsville, Alabama. It is Main Street Sports, today's roadshow fueled by Fast Stop. Glad to have you guys with us here as we are, in fact, in North Alabama, one of Alabama's greatest assets, the city of Huntsville, if not the greatest asset, to be honest with you, the U.S. Space and
1: Rocket Center. I don't know. Orange Beach is pretty nice. Yeah, Orange Beach is nice. (laughs) You're not wrong there. But it's been a fantastic day here
0: at Media Day. We've had a lot of great interactions with the folks at Conference USA, and they appreciate all of their hospitality and all of the things that they have done to make this happen, this show happen. So looking forward to it. I'm Chris Yao, and I'm joined. By Maurice Patton. Oh it's been a good day.
2: It has been a good day, and looking forward to this this next couple of hours as we're gonna visit with um some MTSU basketball personnel. Of course, we've got um Terry McCormick at the bottom of the hour with his Titans update. It should have some interesting insight into the events of yesterday. Coming right out of that variable presser should be fun.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, so
0: yeah, it's gonna be fun. Looking forward to it. It is, in fact, we'll have a visit from MTSU women's basketball's so Courtney Whitson here in just a few moments, as well as a Justin Buford, men's basketball player at Middle as well. So, all of that coming your way here in just a moment. But before we get into too much, we've got results from the weekend and today's schedule. We can give you that on The Rundown.
1: This, this is, is The rundown. rundown.
2: The Monday Rundown is brought to you by Zion Christian Academy. ZCA offers a faith-based, Christ-centered education in Murray County. Give them a call today at 931-388-5831 or visit zioneagles.org to schedule your appointment today. Zion Christian Academy. Prepared for college, equipped for purpose. All right. And high school football action <clears throat> over the weekend,
0: Beach down Seagull 48 to 10. It was Dixon County 31, Kenwood 12. Fanville a 49 37 winner over National Christian and New York Institute Edges Friendship Christian 8 to 7. I know, right? Giles County a 69 14 winner over Community Good Pasture downs Web School 67 to 21. Laverne a 27 24 winner over Green Hill and Hendersonville downs Portland 39 0. Woopskin Academy 33, Knoxville Catholic 10, Shelbyville 21 12, uh, 12 winners over Lawrence County. Liberty Creek at 57 0 winner against Republic and
2: Loretto downs Eagle Ball 48 to 21. Also, McCauley defeated Father Ryan 40 to 10. It was Mount Juliet in overtime. Sorry, Justin, over 11 and 38 31. Mount Juliet Christian with a 21, tw- tw- 21 13 went over Glencliff. Oakland 42, Coffee County nothing. Riverdale with a 55 28 win over Blackman. You know, I think Will took it easy on that. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. They did not. Um, Rockvale 35, Pope Prep 14, Smith County with a 27 nothing win over Westmoreland. Smyrna edges Stewart's Creek, 1918. Station camp defeats Creekwood, 43-9. Summertown picks up its first win of the year, 26-21, over Richland. Middle Tennessee Christian with a 47-7 win over the Kings Academy. Watertown defeated Grundy County, 48-6. It was Upperman, 28, White House 14, and Gallatin with a 37-6 win over Wilson Center.
0: Volleyball action in Division II uh, play. Middle Tennessee Christian hedges Notre Dame 3-2, and Providence Christian shuts out Concord Christian 3-0. College football action. Georgia is a 37-20 win over Vanderbilt, Tennessee, with a 20-13 win over Texas AM. Austin P downs Gardner-Webb 41-14, and Tennessee State was a 24-17 win over Norfolk State on homecoming. Georgetown a defeated Cumberland 42-14. In NHL play over the weekend, the Bruins down the Predators 3-2. Titans, in NFL action, fall to the Ravens over in London 24-16. In MLS, it was the National Soccer Club 3, New England 2. And in WNBA Finals action, the New York Liberty gain a game. Staving Stave off elimination. Staving off elimination with an 87-73 win over Las Vegas.
2: Today's schedule, in NFL action at 7.15 tonight on ABC, it's Dallas at the Chargers. See how I avoid it. San Diego, Los Angeles. Good call with the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Major League Baseball League Championship Series action. At 337 today, the Rangers with a 1-0 lead take on host Houston. That's a 337 start on Fox. And at 707 07, Game 1 in the National League is Arizona is at Philadelphia. That game can be seen on TBS. I won't be watching, but you can. Um High School State Volleyball Tournament action begins tomorrow in Class A at Rockdale. Loretto is, at, uh, is playing East Robertson. That's a 9.30 start. Um, also at 9.30 in Division 2A, it's North Point Christian at Middle Tennessee Christian, followed by St. George's and Providence Christian at 11.30 at 12 in Class 2A. Valor Collegiate takes on Crockett County at 12 noon, also at 12 in AAA. It's Nolensville and Westridge. And that is your own time.
0: Well, top Story. Today It's brought to you by our friends at Piggly Wiggly and Neely's Mill Shopping Center here in Columbia. Or not here in Columbia. But now, in no, Columbia. not here in Columbia. We're, we're not in Columbia, but in Columbia, Neely's Mill. Make sure to go see the fine folks uh, there if you're wanting a fresh plate lunch or fresh hand cut meats. They've got great produce as well. All of it is cost plus 10% at the register. So, again, make sure to go by and check those folks out. Top story is that we are here in Huntsville and mm-hmm. Conference USA Basketball Media Day, for both men's and women's. And uh, scheduled to be joined by women's basketball player Courtney Whitson in, in just a few minutes. and. Looking forward to talking with her, but we also have Commissioner Judy McLeod coming up later in the show, as well as uh, Justin Buford. And, and you know, we've, we've been to SEC Football Media Days. It is a circus. A little less, or a little more relaxed A little, and, little more laid back, yes. Here at uh, Conference USA Basketball Media Day, but, you know, When you have a new conference, and that's what this is, it is, if you want to be a media outlet that talks about it, it, Media Day is so important because you're, I mean, we're seeing so many new faces.
2: Yeah, and the opportunity to get down here and see these new faces and let these new faces see us, I think, is is a pretty big deal. It's it's important for us as, as a media outlet to be in front of these folks and and for them to know that we care about what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Conference
0: USA is, let's just say, coming off of a very successful basketball season, unfortunately, all of the teams that had that success have since moved on. North Texas and UAB, who both played in the NIT finals. Uh, Florida Atlantic, who famously made that run to the Final Four. Goodness and who won the CBI? Another team. Charlotte? Lost? Charlotte. That's it. It was Charlotte who, who won the CBI. So, uh, so
2: only- what? Conference USA suffered one Postseason loss, two postseason
0: loss. Technically, because one beat the other in the championship of the NIT. Right. So <laughs> it's 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 wild, and and I think that you know when you see teams like Jacksonville State, who has been to the NCAA tournament twice in the last four years on the men's side, um, you see teams like Sam Houston State coming in and uh, Liberty, who is mm-hmm. a new face. It's just it's going to take some getting used to, it's going to especially for getting,
2: folks like middle fans. Yeah, it's going to take some getting used to the new um, cast of characters, I think, but I think it also brings some excitement with those, you know, new people. So. I wish we're going to ding for that.
0: <laughs> um, you'll understand a little bit more. You will, so.
2: yeah. You You may uh, not get it now, but trust me, you will. But...
0: My bad. No, no, it's perfectly fine. I'm just, I'm I'm excited about this. I think, uh, I think that Conference USA, you know, is, is in a good place and I'm looking forward to talking with Judy McLeod about that a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Um, Again though, here at Basketball Media Day for Conference USA and uh, again, we've got, we've got a great show lined up uh, with, with a couple of big guests, so please stick with us as we effort to locate those guests. So At least one around. of them. At least one of them. <laughs> so stick around. Main Street Sports Today is presented by Mid-Tennessee Vaughn & Joint. Uh, this is the Main Street Sports Today road show fueled by Fast Stop. So make sure to come back with us right here on Main Street Sports Today and the Lee Company Studio. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions.
3: And it's, it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Call 615-274-8698 today. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators. The Grizzlies, college
6: football, and hoops, please make welcome.
2: Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, Cy Young Award winner, R.A. Dickey. R.A., did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to that before I go
7: to bed every night. That was nice.
0: <laughs> has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham.
7: You. <laughs> other guy Wham married the best-looking girl by so other guy Wham had a pretty good life.
6: From
0: preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. Road show Roadshow-Fueled by Fast Stop. We are live from the Lee Company studio. Glad to have you guys with us here from Conference USA Basketball Media Day in Huntsville. And what a day it has been. Excited to talk a little bit about basketball, even though it's... Ding. Yeah. Ding. Exci- excited. We're excited. <laughs> I, I wish... Uh, guys. You'll get it. Gosh. You'll figure it out by the end of the show. It trust is, me. Yeah, there's no question. But... <laughs> We have a great lineup today,
1: mm-hmm.
0: including our first guest, and that is uh, MTSU women's basketballs Courtney Whitson.
2: Courtney, thanks for joining us.
8: Yeah, thanks for having me.
2: Oh, absolutely. MTSU graduate. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Courtney Whitson. What's that like? First of all, going through an entire season, mm-hmm. and I mean, how many? What's what's your class schedule? How many hours you got?
8: Well. Now that I'm in grad school, it's a lot less. So I graduated, right, as you said, and now I'm doing um, online work with grad school. So I have a lot more um, freedom to, you know, do things like get in the gym and um, have film time. So it's a lot different than I'm used to. It takes a lot more discipline. Um, but same balance, you know, school, work life. I, I wouldn't say play life because it's work life. So,
0: You know, as a, as a graduate and you do have a little bit more time, you were named to the uh, Women's Basketball Student-Athlete Engagement Group mm-hmm. to represent Conference USA. And tell us a little bit about that. That is a unique opportunity.
8: Yeah, I mean, it's an honor. Um, it's We had our, our first meeting, so we, we'll do a, a meeting a month. Um, and right now it's just it's great for me because I want to be a future coach, just staying around the game. So being able to build those connections, represent common USA, represent my university, um, my coaches, my players. Um, but also, you know, it's it's a lot of learning about different because the game is constantly changing. So it's a lot of things that are new to me, even. So I'm learning um, and just getting able to, being able to connect um, with people, players um, and administration, stuff like that. So it's been great so far.
2: And when you say you want to coach, do you want to coach at this level? Do you want to coach high school? What do you want to do?
8: I don't, I'm not for sure yet. Leaving doors open, um, I, I would love, I can see myself college coaching at some point. Um I'm also passionate about kids. So whether I, I've done a lot of student teaching um, at the secondary level, um whether I coach high school, I don't know, <laughs> keeping those options open and seeing where um, the path leads.
2: Well, I was just thinking that particularly having someone like Nina Davis on your staff mm-hmm. really helped you as far as that goes. In making that transition from being a player at a high level Mm -hmm. to that entry into the coaching world.
8: Godsend. She's a godsend. Um, I, I talk to her every day about, you know, I go in there with, what about this uh, path? What about this path? Um, and constantly getting her opinion. That's just someone. That's the right person to have in my corner. Um, and even just her knowledge of the the game itself is insane. Um, she's a quiet but a fearless leader. So when she talks, you better listen. Um, so I'm constantly just trying to be a sponge and uh, learning from her. So.
0: You are part of a very successful. MTSU women's basketball program, and obviously coming off an NCAA tournament appearance last year, a, a lot of pressure on you guys. Mm-hmm. You're picked to be the number one team in the conference this year. Preseason, what is that pressure like? How do you how do you guys make sure that you know you don't get too bogged down right. in that pressure and just play your game?
8: Yeah, I, I actually communicated this last week in practice. The pressure that we have right now is a privilege, right? So um, making sure that we're carrying that well. Um, I, I mentioned before that just because we've had success in the past seasons and obviously um, in the history of our program, that doesn't mean that it's just given to us. We got to go out and do the same things that make us successful every year. Um, so just continuing in that grind, we also obviously have different team um, this year, different pieces, so just making sure they're unifying. Um, that's what we're working on right now, but taking that pressure as a privilege is really what we're trying to focus on right now. So.
2: MTSU Lady Raider graduate student Courtney Whitson joining us here on Main Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. What you just said, pressure is a privilege. That's the second time in about a week I've heard that phrase. And it really, the first time I heard it, it's like, wow. Yeah. And again, that's that's deep, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but also... You know, coming off the season that you guys are coming off of, ran through the regular season, um, ran to the Conference USA Championship, and then went over to Duke and got bounced mm-hmm. in the opening round by Colorado. And we asked Rick about this a couple of yeah. weeks ago. You know, what type of motivation is ending the season, ending such a great season right. the way you guys did? For this
8: season yeah it's just unfinished business um that that Little, you know, we had a great season. That's that's satisfying, but that little piece that just eats at you every day. So even when we're watching film, we're trying to study constantly our drills over the summer. Where what can we do to get us in that position to where if we do get in the state tournament again, we're winning games, right? We're not getting um, we're not getting ran over like we did, and just having games. that yeah, yeah Plural. that's our goal. You know, we have <laughs> we got to take care of first things first, but that's our goal is to get back there and win some games in the tournament. So um, it's just that little. That, once again, chip on our shoulder to uh, do better than we did last year. So,
0: You mentioned that you guys have some new faces. Mm-hmm. What is it, you know, how, how is that coming along? Obviously, really early in the, the, the practice process with Media Day and, and all of that just now getting here. But you guys have had the chance to work a little bit together. What, what is it like, you know, getting those new faces acclimated mm-hmm. to the way that MTSU runs its program?
8: Yeah, and, uh, you know, Coach Enzel has had the same system, and it won't change. And he tells you that openly. Um, nothing about it will change. And so getting our players adapted to that, and especially like people who come for the, through the transfer portal. That's a, another big one. It's like having to adjust from the old system that they were in to the new system and just get, uh, you know, i, I talked to our girls about making sure everyone knows their role. So he, our system is going to stay, but it's making sure everyone buys into their role, whether it's um, they think it's very important or, or it's not important to me, they're all, um, the same amount of importance because they all buy into our system. So just getting that, that chemistry going. So
2: you talked about the transfer portal and mm-hmm. um, one of the players on the team that came through that process is conference USA preseason player of the year, mm-hmm. Savannah Wheeler, who came in from Marshall, you know, um, clearly she's bought in, yeah, but I is. mean, um, when you can pick up somebody like mm-hmm. that as a transfer, yeah. What does that say for you guys as a program?
8: Um, I mean, one of the things I admire about Savannah is she wanted – she's had success. That's just who she is, right? But she wanted to go to a program where she wanted to win and be a part of a system and a culture that was family. And so that's one of the things I admire about her. She's humble. Um, She's obviously successful. But um, just being able to pick up that is – is is great. And I think that me and Savannah feed off each other. We have different styles of leadership, but we've gone really close over the past year of her being here, just being able to um, feed off each other's different, um, but unique leadership qualities. So, yeah.
0: Looking ahead to this schedule, you guys obviously get a chance to go to the Bahamas. I know you're not excited about that at all.
8: No. no.
0: Uh, It's it's, going to be the worst thing ever. Yeah. Uh, It's probably, it's probably not that great because yeah. it's like I have to be inside. And everything is so great. <laughs> well inside for like Thanksgiving. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. it could be so much better. But you get a chance to play Michigan. Mm. You get a chance to play Memphis before that. You get to play Tennessee here mm. in Huntsville. You you guys have an opportunity to make MTSU a a known name in mm. women's basketball. And how exciting is that when you get a chance to do that night in night out basically
8: yeah well coach that's one of the things that when i was looking for schools to commit to he schedules he, he'll play anybody it doesn't matter that's just who he is anybody and so, anywhere anytime. yeah let's go at any time and i'm right there behind him 10 toes down so um i'm i know that he's going to uh he goes into those games and those you know his scheduling with the mindset that we're going to beat them as well so um it's just that that um thrill of I'm ready to play them but it's also taken because it is not in not out um taking one game at a time preparing for each um each team the right way so yeah it's just, it's who he is um and it's who I am and how our program is so we're excited
2: it, it's funny that Chris asked you that cuz he kind of stole my question um from the standpoint that that's what you come to MTSU right. for yep.
8: right yes sir yeah, that's what I mean. My top two was between MTSU and Missouri, and people are like, well, "Why wouldn't you go to Missouri?" Well, guess what? We're going to beat Missouri because we're going to play Missouri. You know, so that's just who coach is, and you know, I just have the same attitude and mindset as him, and we just click, and that's why I came here. So,
1: <laughs>
0: well, and that's that's the that's exactly what you want to hear from your student athletes. And again, Courtney Whitson, MTSU women's basketball player, joining us here on. Main Street Sports Today's Road Show, fueled by Fast Stop and Courtney. This is this is going to be an exciting year. You obviously have laid out the goals, and we are, you know, we're ready to watch you 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 you, you ladies um, duplicate the success from last year mm-hmm. and then take that next step. Yes, sir. So, congratulations on on all of your success and your graduation. Thank you. <laughs> Very important, very yeah. important. But obviously looking forward to this year as well. So good luck. Thank you. And and thanks for joining us here.
8: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: All right, we'll take a quick break when we come back. Justin Buford of the men's team will sit down with us here. So stick around, Main Street the Sports Stage, presented by mid Tennessee Barn and Joint. Back after this.
2: got that radio
0: voice I, I do. it's a good oh, sound. miss
2: the radio too. Okay. <laughs> As do we. <laughs> and then here's the other thing. You guys you're spot on with the name. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. Everybody wants to be on Main Street. So a- And we reach every Main Street in Middle Tennessee, coach. Yeah, that's it. So Perfect. when you're on Main Street and you are moving got to love it. Like you're moving I was impressed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> someone he shoots, by Mid-Tennessee
0: Bone and Joyce, the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop, Fast Stop Perks. Don't forget to download the app today. We are live from Conference USA Media Day basketball here in Huntsville, and it's been a heck of a day, and looking forward to more exciting things to come. So, (laughs) right now, we've got our second guest Set to join us and looking forward to having this conversation as men's basketball player for MTSU, Justin Buford joins us. Justin, thanks for joining us, man.
7: Yes, yes sir. Thanks for having
2: me. Justin, um, different experience for Middle Tennessee State coming into this season. You guys have been picked to win Conference USA. One, what's the emotion that that brings to you guys, to you individually, to y'all as a program, and two, you know, how do you go about living up to that?
7: Uh, First off, let me start by saying my first year here, two years ago, we were picked last in this league, so now that just shows the hard work that we put in, and um, it's a good feeling, you know, to see that your peers around you picked you so high, but we haven't played a game yet. A lot of basketball ahead of us. the marathon just now starting. So, uh, we're looking for, it's, it, it's fuel to our fire, you know, we're looking forward to finish first. So that's the end.
0: So as someone who started their career, one at a JUCO, but in COVID. And so you got that extra, you know, you got an extra year of eligibility, but, but you have, you have seen this program like you said, rise from, from the bottom and, you know, how, look, yeah, I started with the <laughs> now we're here, but you know, what, what does it prove about, you know, not just that work ethic, but also just the process of how, how, how you and, and your coaches and your teammates have, have bought in to mm. the Nick McDevitt program and, and the middle Tennessee state in
7: general. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, This is my third year under Coach Nick, and I must say, like, this is the third time I've seen, like, one of the best coaching staffs I've ever been a part of. So he goes out, gets the best, nothing but the best for us. Uh, He goes out and gets the best players for the program that fit what he wants to do, and it just works. Like, his method works, uh, the people that he puts around him work, so you just got to stay with it. Just stay persistent. Don't give up on the plan because at the end of the day, it's going to all come together. You just believe and put the hard work in.
0: Well, and and to the same point that we made with Courtney, you know, schedule-wise, you guys don't back down. You get a chance to go to, to, to the Bahamas as well. And again, good and bad there. You have to be inside while you know, you're in the Bahamas. But you know, tough, tough competition and that breeds success when, when you guys can kind of match up against the best. That's what you want to see. You want to know where you stand. So how do you feel like this team stands right now as the season is, is, is looming against, you know, th- those big name opponents? Yes,
7: yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Like I said in, in uh, one of my earlier interviews, you don't put together a schedule like this to just put it together. Just that's uh, our coaching staff put this schedule together to win the games. They know it's, it's for the future, though. So we playing these games now for our future opponents, but we plan to win. And they believe that we can win. We believe that we can win. So these tough games are they're not going to do anything but help us. We are going to win a lot of these games. So just going forward, um, just playing each game. Each game has a life of its own. Just learning from it, coming out with a with a, a win. And just thanking our coaching staff just to put this challenge in front of us because it's not going to do anything but bring us closer and make us better.
2: Justin Buford, MPSU, joining us here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Justin, as you look at this team, you look at this roster, you look at the guys around you, what do you like about this team as you guys get ready to go into
7: battle? Sometimes you just get a feeling like I felt when this team came together like, a brotherhood and it, it happened so fast. Like one of our first weekends together, like as a whole team when everybody got in and got set up, we had a barbecue just, just to do it. Like, and just, it it wasn't even tight. It wasn't even planned. It just happened. It, that that just goes to show you like how close we are together. Like we do a lot of things together. We were, you rarely see one without another, like this team just is close. And you know, you take that into battle, you take that into a game, is it's like I wouldn't do anything I would do anything for him. Like the man next to me, my brother, I I would do anything for him. And he feels the same way about me. It's hard to beat that.
0: Especially when and we talk about the transfer portal. There's quite a bit of transfer portal uh flavor on this team. So it's not it's it's not easy to just yeah bring somebody in, and they just fit in all the time, but that's what you guys have, that's the kind of culture that you guys have put together, is when you're here, you're us, and that is a, that's a a really special thing, and that's the type of camaraderie that you need to be successful, especially in this New Look Conference USA, so when you, again, as Courtney said, pressure is is yes, sir. You are picked to be, you know, the top team in this conference. How do you expect this team's closeness to affect that championship, you know, performance and run?
7: Yes, sir. Easy. Like I said, I just want to, I just want to give a shout out to our coaching staff, like all the way down, coach McDevitt, coach Wes Long, coach Logan, coach Wilson, or coach Raw, like, they go out and they find key pieces. We had some kids into the transfer portal. We lost some to graduation and they went back, they went out and they rebuilt us. They went they went out and found pieces that fit our system and fit our personality as a team, as a whole. So just having that close knit group that we are building, like and it's close knit now. It's only gonna get better as the season starts and goes on. That's just like being in that last one minute or two minutes of that game and you with your brother. You're going to give him your all. I know he's going to give me his all. So that's where that comes into correlation because you you out there fighting with your brother. There's right? nobody else I would rather do this with than you. So that's where that's going to come into play.
2: I want to ask you about one of those pieces that the coaching staff went out and got because it's a piece that MTSU fans haven't seen in a while. Mm. Talk to me about Josh Agundele.
7: My boy, Josh. I like Josh a lot. Josh my brother. Josh is funny. If you get to know Josh, you're going to have a great time around Josh. But one thing about Josh that you will see, Josh is a hard worker and he's gritty. Like, I've played with premier big man in my life and Josh is one. Like, Josh is going to get it done. Like, he's a gritty, hard worker down in that post. And the thing that a lot of people don't know yet, and you will see, Josh can really pass. Josh is a playmaker. He can score down low. Josh is a premier big, like I said, and you will see. 6'11", 300, y'all.
2: You will see him. You can't miss <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm just
7: curious. You, you like
2: throwing it in to a guy like that, don't
0: oh, you? Oh,
7: yes, sir. I trust Josh with the ball. Like, I trust him.
0: Well, I, I'm curious how – you being from Selma Montgomery, yes sir. He's from London, England. Yes sir. Where are you take him to eat the first time? Uh. Because like you know, he's like you're gonna you're gonna blow his mind the first time you take him to get some you know some barbecue. Yes or, sir. You know what I mean? Like,
7: how, how does how does that work? What, what was that like? I'm going to tell you something real funny about that. Uh, we were in the locker room eating one day, and it was like an early morning, like really early, like 6, 7 o'clock a.m., and we have little breakfast biscuits. So, you know, with a breakfast biscuit, you probably get like grape jelly. Yeah. I walk in with the breakfast biscuit and grape jelly. Josh looks at me and says, is that jam? <laughs> you eat jam on your biscuit? I was like, what? What do you eat on your biscuit? <laughs> it's like they use honey and stuff like that. So it, it's different. It's, but uh,
0: yeah. I mean, it's that's it's a culture shock yes. almost. Yes, I mean, sir. Have, what have you learned from him?
7: Uh, he really knows how to cook jerk good jerk chicken. Okay. Like a real like he he really can throw down. Like he okay. can cook.
0: Okay. Well, it's that's, that's interesting because when I think of Across the pond, food, it's chips and peas. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I don't necessarily think jerk chicken when I think so of London. I that. but hey, that's good
0: to know. Yeah, it's, to know. it is, in fact, man. This is, a, you know, it's, it's always fun to, to get, you know, the unique perspectives of, of athletes and, and you know, all the things that you guys go through on a daily basis. So, on a scale of one to 10, what is the work ethic of, of this team? Or maybe even just compared to mm-hmm. to you know other teams that you've been on.
7: Uh I would have to say like it's our identity. Like when I first got here, we Coach Nick told us to build a he let us pick, like, what do you want your identity to be? When they say middle Tennessee men's basketball, what do you want it to be? He let us pick that, like my first year. He didn't pick it for us, he said he gave us like a list. He's like, You want to play fast, you wanna play slow? How you how you guys wanna play? And we told him how we wanted to play. And he went to his all he went to the lab and put together a recipe for us. And he said, if you do it this way, it's gonna work. And our identity is like hard work. Like our practice are like games. Our workouts are like if it was your last. So everything we do is just gritty. We want we wanna be that team. We wanna be that team that's just like, man, these guys are tough. They won't go away. We we punched them, they punched us, we punched them back, they didn't flinch, like they just kept punching us. Like, they just won't go anywhere. We want to be that team. like We just want to be that team, that hard-working team. And so that's how our lifestyle is. Like We wake up every morning knowing that it's going to be hard. How are you going to embrace that hard?
2: You know, and we've seen that out of this team because literally he and I got off the air. Was it last year or the year before? It was two years ago. In and watched the tail end of that triple overtime game yes, against sir. UAB. You know, you guys were one of the few teams to beat. Florida Atlantic Yes, sir. Year. I mean, that, when you say that, it shows up with this team. Yes, sir. And so how do you go about taking that next step?
7: Crazy. Uh, Coach McDevitt has a meeting at the end of the year, like individual meetings, and we talked about that. We talked about, like, me as an individual, but he said, how do we take that next step, just like how you said Like, how do we take that next step? How do we, we knocking at the door, but how are we going to kick that door down? And you know the you know the key ingredient is being disciplined, doing your job, and just playing hard and playing together. That's how we're gonna do it. It Like it sounds simple and basic, but those are the things that will get you to where you want to be. And that's March Madness.
0: I thought he was gonna say jerk chicken. (laughs) It doesn't hurt. (laughs) It probably would help. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Justin, thanks for taking time with us, man. It's been a pleasure yes, to, to know you. And we look forward to seeing you on the floor at Murphy Center very soon. And uh, good luck this season. We appreciate it, man.
7: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. All right. We'll take a quick break when we come back. Conference USA preseason polls, preseason all conference selections we'll discuss that as well so stick around here on main street sports today presented by mid Tennessee bone and joint on the main street sports today roadshow fueled by fast stop Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions.
3: And it's it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Call 615-274-8698 today.
2: Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service and our ortho quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
4: Since
0: 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk in clinic OrthoQuick helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at MTBJ.net or on social media at Mid Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. see Bon and join It's the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow fueled by our friends at Fast Stop. Again, Fast Stop Perks. Don't forget to download the app today. No, today. Not tomorrow. To- not to- yesterday. To- today. Unless you did download it yesterday.
2: That's cool. To- if and you. If, if
0: that's the case, then never mind. <laughs> but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we are here at Conference USA Basketball Media Day. Thanks to all of our guests uh, to this point. And we have Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod coming up in the next segment, so make sure to stick around for that. And until then, though, more Conference USA basketball as the men's and women's both preseason media polls as well as all CUSA selections were announced uh, late last week. Late last week. Let's talk a little bit about them because you mentioned it earlier Savannah Wheeler the preseason women's player of the year. Not really surprising.
1: No,
2: <laughs> no,
0: not she's really. She's been a post-season player of the year. Before she, I, she was at, at Marshall, right? Wasn't she the player of the year? I believe so.
2: So, um, I mean,
1: she's, yeah, she's
2: had a, I mean, it's like Courtney said, she had a great career at Marshall before she got here and she hasn't slowed down <laughs> 15.1 no points a game last year. And, um, has been also named the CUSA No Hyphen Preseason Player of the Year by ESPN. So, she was not Player of the Year. She was, oh, was she not? Uh, second all-conference. team
0: All Conference, first team All Conference, Player of the Week three times, okay. and then again first team All
2: Conference last year. Okay. So, All right. but still,
0: seventeen hundred and
2: forty-seven career points. 398 career rebounds, 288 career assists in just 107 games.
0: Yeah, she and Caitlin Clark of Iowa are one of only two players nationally to have scored 37 points with four assists, have two rebounds, and two steals in a conference game. So,
2: Anytime you're being mentioned
0: with Caitlin Clark, it's it's a good thing. It's, it's really impressive, and, and that's one of the reasons that, of course, Rick Ensel's group is picked to be. The Conference USA champion
2: again—the 14th time in 19 years under Rick Ensel that the Lady Raiders have been picked to win their conference, including eight of 11 in Conference USA.
0: Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's a program thing. I mean, it's this is a program built on success, and you know, Coach Ensel has. Had significant success over the years, and one of the reasons mm-hmm. is because he's able to get great basketball players. He's able to convince them that Middle Tennessee State is a great place to play basketball, and he's not wrong. Uh, it, it really is, and so it's impressive how you know you can tell folks that, but he's part of the reason well, for that as well.
2: Well, the thing is, you 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 can tell folks that, but you can also show folks that. And, and and I think that's the key.
0: You know, we're not just talking about NCAA tournaments, we're playing in them.
2: Yeah, uh, we're not just trying to get to them, we are getting to them. So Yeah, exactly. So um Savannah Wheeler is one of three preseason all conference selections for the Lady Raiders, along with former Macon County standout, Jalen Gregory, and the aforementioned Courtney Whitson, so um, Gregory averaged 13.4 point, four points per game last year and led the conference in three-point shooting. Um, she said three plus threes in 23 games over the last two yeah. years. That's kind of the, the definition of a perimeter threat. Yeah, she's She's as, as
0: deadly as it, as they come. And so, you know, when you've got a weapon like that, it's hard to contain defensively. So
2: it, I refer to Jalen, and a lot of folks won't get this, but a lot of folks will, the old Fram Oil commercial, you can pay me now, hour, you can pay me later. You know, eventually she's going to knock down a three against you, and it's typically going to be at a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, Courtney is one of five MTSU lady raiders to sure. score a thousand career points and grab eight hundred career rebounds. Yeah. That's digest that. Yeah. Yeah. Think on that for a that minute. That took a minute. Yeah. Wow. Um MTSU is the unanimous number one in the preseason. Uh, Liberty and Western are tied for second, followed by Louisiana Tech, UTEP, New Mexico State, Florida International, Jacksonville State, and Sam Houston. You know, it's funny because the newcomers
0: and all, but it's it's always interesting to see where preseason puts – the newcomers. the newcomers because you know Jacksonville State football has certainly proven a little bit better than Well and Miami and Phoenix I think thought. I think
2: what happens in It's a familiarity thing. Yeah, right. Right. You don't know them. You've not seen them. We, you don't have a feel for them.
0: And, and and yeah, they you know like Jacksonville was in the OVC and then the A-sign and so where do they stack up, you know, to conference USA mainstays like Middle and Western and it's hard to know. Right. So you really just kind of have to throw them at the bottom
2: and wait and see. Um, In addition to Jalen, Savannah, and Courtney on the preseason all-conference team are Florida Internationals, Tanasia Hayes and Kalia, I think, Henderson, um, Emma Hess of Liberty, Anna Laura Robertson of La Tech, Molly Kaiser of New Mexico State, and Western has a pair, Alexis Meade. And Acacia Hayes, former Riverdale stand-up. So, um, on the men's side... This is an interesting poll because... Because for everything you just said about newcomers...
0: Well, I think Liberty is a little bit different. in, in you know, just because they, they've had success outside of just their conference. Mm-hmm. And, boy, that is that a tough place to play. But... Middle and Liberty tied for first place, but MTSU only got one first place vote. One first
2: place vote, Liberty got five, which may be, you know, kind of speaking a little bit to your lack of familiarity, because if they got five first place votes, Middle got one first place vote and they tied, that means Liberty got some five, six, uh seven, some some bottom half votes as well. So... Liberty and middle are tied for first. Western is picked third, followed by Louisiana. T- T- yeah. Followed by Louisiana. I'm um, sorry. Western Kentucky with two. La Tech with one is fourth. Then you've got UTEP, Sam Houston, FIU, New Mexico State, and Jacksonville State, which nothing personal, Chris, strictly business. But if Jacksonville State finishes last with Ray Harper as coach.
0: I'm just fine with that. So yeah, you know, and this is a team that, you know, the last, not this past year, but two years ago, mm-hmm. won the A ASUN and was awarded the the bid to the NCAA tournament due to Bellarmine being
1: ineligible. Mm.
0: Uh, and so um, that. Two years removed from a NCAA,
1: NCAA, NCAA tournament, birth. tournament
0: berth is is which I mean obviously last year thirteen and eighteen is not going to get it done, um, but yeah I think it's interesting you know to see what what this program has I, I mean I I don't know if I don't think Jacksonville State is going to step into Conference USA and be. Immediately as competitive as they are in say football or softball or basket or or, or baseball mm-hmm. basketball's a little different, and i I'm really curious because you know i heck almost everybody picked them last,
2: clearly um, on in New the, Mexico
0: state, who didn't even have a program
2: they shut it down mid year last year, yeah so.
0: That's how bad they think Jacksonville State is. I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be shocked if
2: they finish if last. they finish last. Um, middle with Elias King and Cameron Weston, one of three teams with multiple players on the preseason All Conference team. UTEP's Tay Hardy and Calvin Solomon, Western's Dante Allen and Brandon Newman. You also had Isaiah Crawford from Louisiana Tech, the preseason Player of the Year. Um, if I use Arturo Dean, uh, Kyle Road from Liberty and Cameron Hefner, sure,
0: okay, from Sam Houston, he's from Australia, he's from Australia, so, so yeah, there's
2: no telling, yeah, <laughs> there, there is no telling, but yeah, so that's your um, that's your preseason, all CUSA man. It's team. In, and it's
0: important to note that you know, Elias King went into the portal. Came back out.
2: Yeah, um, you know, we talked a little bit to Nick McDevitt about that when we had him on a couple of weeks ago. Um, sometimes the grass isn't
0: the greener, right? Sometimes it's not, and and when you get a chance to be, I, I think sometimes, especially in, in basketball, in the NCAA, being a, a big fish in a small pond isn't a terrible thing, mm-hmm. because. Because of the way the the system is set up, the way the sport is set up, you know you can you can become a legend
2: pretty quickly, and I think that there are a lot of pieces in place for middle to you know obviously have some success this year, and I think maybe Elias realized that and He's one of those pieces.
0: Yeah, he, he's going to be a big part of this uh, of this team. So I think, you know, I, I think MTSU taking that next step would be huge, and, and you know, particularly finding themselves preseason ranked ahead of Western has to
2: feel good. So feels good to MTSU fans, yeah. even if it doesn't to MTSU players. Yeah,
0: even if they have no idea what. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, the AP top twenty-five was released. I don't think there's any Conference USA teams in it. uh, In it. But um, an interesting set of teams because Kansas being number one, not really surprised there. Duke up 10 spots to number two. Outside of that, man, it is a lot of teams you expect to see. But, you know, Purdue, Michigan State, Marquette, UConn, Houston, Creighton, and then Tennessee at number nine. And
2: look who's right behind Tennessee.
0: And then Florida Atlanta. You know what? They didn't lose anybody or their coach. They lost zero players and did not lose their coach. You've got to feel like they're going to be somewhat competitive, right? You would think. I, I don't know if they're a top ten team. They probably are. I don't know if they are or not. What's their schedule? Let's let's go look at that. Because, I mean, we may not know at Mm -hmm. any point. Uh, Loyola, Butler, they go to Butler. Hmm. Or that could be in a,
2: no, it's at the HB Fieldhouse. That's actually, okay.
0: Liberty goes to them. They get Illinois on the road. Um. And then Arizona. So yeah,
2: we'll we'll know we'll Pretty know quick. by these we'll know by Christmas. Oh, good lord! <laughs> scared me to death. Hey, <laughs> wasn't expecting that. I don't know if y'all hey, heard it or not, but we did. There
0: is still gravity here, even if we're in the Mars room.
2: <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly. Um, Gonzaga, Arizona, Miami, Arkansas, and A and M, eleven through fifteen. Kentucky at 16, followed by San Diego State, Texas, North Carolina, and Baylor. And rounding out the top 25 is Southern Cal, Villanova, St. Mary's, Alabama, and Illinois.
0: Alabama down 23 spots from number one.
2: Well, you lose Brandon Miller, that'll do that. Brandon Miller ain't walking through that door. So
0: yeah, There's a lot of... They're, they're going to have some... Some tough, tough games this year. I, I, don't, know that, I don't know that this Alabama roster...
2: Um, Check this out. Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, Florida, all, among others, receiving votes. So, CC fairly well represented. With three in the top 25 and then five. that group... Five uh, in the five top, and 25. top 25? Yeah. Tennessee...
0: Arkansas, A and M, Kentucky, and Alabama. Yeah, there
2: we go. My bad. Three right there in a row. Counting is. And then Texas. You want to count them? The other <laughs> count the other. UK. We're counting them now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, might as well.
0: They already know. Yeah. So, uh, I I think this year in the in the SEC, I think the the unfortunate thing is that you know, it's it's Tennessee's got some pressure. They got some people though too. They do have some people. They, it looks like, there's no question and you, you were mentioning it earlier. They have got the they've got the, the group. It's just gonna be a matter of one, staying healthy.
1: And mm. two,
2: getting it done. Yeah, and you don't get Zekai Ziegler back until Christmas. Maybe. 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 So, so, if you're lucky. so it's gonna be interesting to see who emerges as a point guard for that team in the meantime. There's no question. It's going to be interesting to
0: watch. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, it's Judy McLeod, the Conference USA Commissioner. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint is back after this. Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions.
3: And it's, it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Call 615-274-8698 today.
2: Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic service, and our ortho-quick walk-in clinic lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net.
0: In Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. I'm Chris Yao. Mo Patton is here as we are live from Huntsville, Alabama, and the Space and Rocket Center Space Camp Operations Center. Brand new facility. It is a beautiful facility, and today it is home to the Conference USA Men's and Women's Basketball Media Day. And we are excited to be here. So glad to have you guys with us, and
2: glad to have our next guest with us, Mo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Conference USA Commissioner Judy McCloud joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Commissioner, welcome. I I, I don't feel comfortable welcoming you to Huntsville because it's not like (laughs) we're from here either, but you know, um, I would imagine it's got to be pretty exciting any time you can take an event someplace for the first time as Conference USA, no hyphen, is with this. (laughs)
9: Yeah, we are thrilled to be here. The reception from uh, the people here, the community here has been tremendous and uh, it's been a fun experience here at the Space and Rocket Center for our student athletes, especially. Um, Always great to provide them with a new experience that they haven't had before, Um, but it's time for basketball. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't remind us because you know we're still dealing with hashtag weekday CUSA, but we yeah it is it is time for basketball
9: and we're excited about weekday USA as well but yeah we're here to kick off basketball
0: well you know and you mentioned being in a new place this is very different because it's well it's on this side of the mississippi and, and so as i told people as a, i'm a jacksonville state grad he's a middle grad we're Conference USA people now, and and it's so cool to see you know Huntsville and the eastern side of the conference get get a little bit of the taste of what you know we, we've seen over the last several years out in Texas and Briscoe and they're fantastic folks and great hosts, but you know it, it it is it is interesting and different to be here versus there. What, what have what have kind of the, the institutions had to say about today to this point?
9: Yeah. Everybody's been really excited. I think uh, one of the things I've already seen, I've I've already been to football games at Jacksonville State, at Middle Tennessee and at WKU and at every one of them, multiple people have said, we can't wait to get to the basketball tournament. And yeah, that's like music to my ears. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. And and we had been trying to find an Eastern site in the configuration of the previous Conference USA, um, but when this came together is really a central location for us. And we're really excited that now schools from, fans from other schools can drive. You know, when we add Kennesaw, there'll be another one that can drive. I think the Louisiana Tech contingent drove up here today. It's a little longer, but, um, you know, so to have those fans have this accessibility in a city that's so welcoming, um, we, we think it's gonna be a great event.
2: You guys kind of had to think a little bit out of the box to come up with Huntsville, Alabama, as you look at how Conference USA is currently configured, because it's not obvious. Huntsville isn't obvious. I mean, Nashville, Atlanta, maybe Chattanooga, maybe, I don't know. But, you know, Huntsville doesn't jump out at you. You guys have to do a little digging, especially to come out of Frisco. To come out of the star, to come out of something that you guys were so familiar with, you know, how did you come up with Huntsville?
9: (laughs) Well, um, they were one of the cities that put in a bid. Um, Knight ED is a group that is working with them to help stage the tournament, and we're very familiar with them. Um, But really, you know, from the first visit, it was kind of like we might have something special here. This city puts on a ton of events. I don't know if people are really that aware of everything that they do, but um, some sports you've probably never even heard of some obscure events too, but um, the entire city mayor's office on down are just so in line with each other you don't always get that um and so you're chuckling over there a little bit, but uh, for that kind of a group to host us and be—I mean, this city is really excited about this. It just feels really good because we want to be at a place where our kids feel special. Um, you could see it in when they participated, you know, last night in the events today, and um, that's why that's why we're here. And fans, I think, are going to find a lot to do in the city as well. I mean, some great golf and and shopping and everything else that they might be looking for. So. Um, we had to educate ourselves because if somebody was said to me, "What's in Huntsville, Alabama?" I mean, honestly, I I probably would have gone, "Well, I'm not sure, you know, let me find out." They got but rockets. yeah, when you when <laughs> you get it. here, um, it's a really welcoming place, and and we think it's going to be great for our event.
2: It's nice to be someplace where you wanted
9: to absolutely,
2: I would imagine. and I don't know that that necessarily was or was not the case in Frisco, but clearly. Huntsville has kind of rolled out the red carpet for you guys
9: they have and and Goal was great for us um, and that relationship still strong but but it was it was time probably overdue a little bit to find a new spot um, and see if we can build something really special here
0: well there's excitement around something new there that you know you can get a little complacent with okay this is how this is what we do and this is how we've done it so why change and when you have something new you can you can kind of Get a little excitement, and and speaking of new, Conference USA is new. This is a this is a new look league, and because of that, you have to. You know, sometimes you get a little uh, a little bit excited about what's what can change, and the change that we've seen oh, with weekday CUSA football, it's been phenomenal. The member institutions that you guys have now. How do you view, and and with the the grant of rights deal you guys just signed, how do you feel like Conference USA stands right now?
9: You know, we feel great about our future and and what we can build with this group. Uh, Interesting, because we've been meeting with this group, you know, almost two years since we announced some things. And so finally, when we started competition this fall, it's like, okay, finally, let's go. Um, Amazing how these people have gelled Uh, The coaches groups specifically have been so, um, I don't know what the word is, but you want us to try something new? You want to do something? Is it going to help the league? Let's do it. And, and, you know, put all their individual things aside. Obviously, when they play each other, you know, everybody wants to win. But what's good for Conference USA and how we build this thing? And so the buy-in... Um, early on was tremendous I mean we we couldn't do weekday CUSA football if the coaches were all like yeah we don't want to do that are you know what are you doing to us but they realized the opportunity to not only give exposure to their programs but the conference as a whole and so um,
0: these days that's pretty important
9: it is and you know I've I've probably said excitement five times already but it's reality you know it's like great when we see our members it's the group's really excited to be together, and uh, I think this can turn into something really special. We have work to do, and we're gonna keep working really hard, um, but, but things are moving in the right direction.
6: Judy
2: McLeod, Commissioner of Conference USA, joining us here on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Judy, as you look at Conference USA and you know the reconfiguration, as Chris said, the new Conference USA, I guess, everybody in that group of 5 conference level i guess is looking for ways to try to increase their exposure and kind of get in front of as many people as possible um from a basketball standpoint how do you feel like conference usa goes about doing that
9: yeah our you know and i'm sure you guys know well our previous media agreements It was hard to find our games. Like, what what are they on now? Are they on Facebook today? Are they on this? You know, and we heard that loud and clear from our fans. And so our media agreements going forward with ESPN and CBS Sports Network a lot easier for people to find our games. You know, if they're not on linear television, one of those two, they'll be on ESPN Plus. That's it. You know, that's all. That's anywhere you have to look. And so I think I don't think people realize how good of a basketball league this is and can be um you know some of the teams coming in were at the top of their leagues um, in their previous lives um but it's a really exciting time and super exciting time for middle tennessee to have both teams pick to finish first it's a lot of a lot of pressure i guess but a good pressure to have um but i do think you know our basketball I think will surprise the people in basketball.
2: And and to your point that you just made, not just men's basketball, but your women's basketball is pretty good as well.
9: Yeah, and you guys have seen it. I mean, yesterday, Iowa, that was yesterday, wasn't it? I believe it was. Uh, You know, this midweek, there's one thing the midweek football games, I've kind of messed up on what day it is anymore. But um, that makes sense. But just women's basketball has exploded from the final four last year, you know, through, uh, it's just continuing to grow. And so we look at the quality of programs, some of these young ladies that we have playing, it, it's, it's just an exciting time. Yeah, and see that's, us that exciting one more time. Uh, can hey, can I, we do it 10 times We should, We should, should, put a, we, we we put should a have a counter. <laughs> yeah,
0: <Put> a counter. We <laughs> <laughs> need a counter, but no,
7: that's, that's We didn't
9: know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what really is though exciting, is that every time you step into a Conference USA basketball arena, you're gonna see quality basketball from both institutions. I mean obviously it's it's one thing to have have had the the success that Conference USA had last year with the exiting members. But that doesn't mean that Conference USA's current members can't replicate that success. Clearly it can be done in Conference USA. So let's every time you get to it, get into an arena, you're going to see quality basketball from whether it's Jacksonville Alabama, Bowling Green Kentucky or you know, New Mexico.
1: <laughs> no question.
0: So how, it, w- was that part of, or you know, when you went into looking for new members, was that part of it? Like how do they fit both geographically, which geographics in this world, but also but also the quality of, of, of athletic
3: programs?
9: Yeah, we look at everything from institution, um, you know, academic profile of the institution. We look at competitive, Results across all sports, um, we look at uh demographics, geography, market size I mean everything goes into those discussions and and uh our group has been really thorough and thoughtful in our expansion discussions um, and continue to do that. I mean we still have a number of people calling that would like to join our group, um, but we're gonna do it when we find people that fit and that are ready to go so um, nothing imminent I again. Mean, I'm not saying no, that, well, I mean, but yeah, you're but not you break it. To, we, we love breaking, breaking news, news.
2: <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we love breaking news, so yeah, if you got something, <laughs> yeah, you're...
9: not today. Sorry, um, but uh, all of those factors go in, you know, how well um, community supports an institution, their social media following. I mean, we look at absolutely everything, and so um. I think that's helped us in this group gelling so quickly because there are geographic differences. There's some difference in university mission, but there's a lot of similarities too.
0: We are super pumped about the tournament being here in Huntsville. Would you say
9: you're excited?
0: <laughs> I was trying to go I was trying to find a I actually had my thesaurus out looking for another synonym pull, huh? to excitement. But no we're super pumped because it, it's it's a it's a place where we could get to for one. But basketball in Alabama has has seen its its upswing its uptick. And so Huntsville, as you said, again they are the host of today's basketball media day. They're the host of the tournament over at Probst Arena. You're going to be able to see quality basketball here in Huntsville, just in the middle of the uh, of the Conference USA footprint, and that is March 12th through, through the 16th, 16th, I believe. Yeah. So, again, making making great strides to increase fan support here in the southeastern part of the Conference USA footprint. So. Judy, thank you again for taking time with us. We greatly appreciate it, and we look forward to more weekday to USA (laughs) football and, of course, basketball season.
9: Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys.
0: Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's Terry's Titans Report. Not top of the hour, though. Not at the top of the hour. The bottom of the hour. There we go. But plenty to talk about when you're talking to Tom Blue. No question. So stick with us here on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be back to the Lee Company studio Mockingbird Title and Escrow is an attorney-owned and operated full-service title company in Middle Tennessee. We get your deals closed without worry and fuss. We're a family business that offers the highest level of expertise in our industry when it comes to closing and funding your real estate transactions.
3: And it's, it's a job I really love. Uh, I'm, I'm passionate about this. I'm enthusiastic about this. I like to think we're pretty well-rounded and can deal with a wide range of, of needs and a wide range of clients.
0: Call 615-274-8698 today. Chris Yow here, I think I was muted, but I'm good now. So, welcome back in. It is the Main Street Sports Today Road Show, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Glad to have you guys with us here as we come to you live from Conference USA Basketball Media Day, which has concluded. For everybody, but a- we're the only ones still in the building.
6: <laughs> They're
0: like, oh, we forgot you were here. We turned out the lights. Cool. <laughs> Hope that didn't happen. But, no, uh, glad to have you guys with us, and and we are getting into um, today's show. Justin, it is time to talk about some great performances and our Monday Monstars. Exactly. It is okay to play it twice. All right. Well, we'll start, and
2: we'll go with you, Mo. You got three? I got three. All right. I got three. You know how I do. I've got a high school, a college, and a pro, Monstar. And from the high school level, let's go with Summertown freshman Caden McCrory who had 13 carries for 136 yards, including an 86-yard touchdown as the Eagles picked up their first victory of the year, defeating Richland 26-21. Great job. Great job. I'm going to go to
0: the college ranks. North Carolina. (laughs) Tez Walker. (laughs) Six catches, 132 yards in their win over Miami. Kind (laughs) of Kind of got his feet wet last week, in the forty-three yard performance. But but this week, kind of the coming out party. He's he's back. He's playing full. He's playing healthy. And nobody's
2: happier than Mac Brown. Not a
0: sink. Well, maybe maybe Tez Walker. Maybe That's Tez. Probably Walker. the only person happier than Mac Brown. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it my first monster is Tez Walker. Justin,
10: um, I'm gonna stay with you know my NFL slate here. I'm going to go with uh, Raheem Mostert. He got three tugs on 115 yards um, with 17 attempts and got me 32 points of fantasy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And he's – yeah, like I said, I think I've said it before, but that one-two punch, it sucks that A-Chain is now you know, on IR, I believe. But they're so fast on that team, man.
2: (laughs) Now, is A-Chain healthy? I thought I saw where he – no, was, he was only, hes on an hour. Is he on an hour? Okay, that's what I thought.
0: I don't think
10: it's too serious, though. I could be wrong. Okay.
2: So it's my turn, right? It is. Okay. Um, my second monster, and I hope I'm not stealing it from you, but if I am, then you'll just have to adjust. Michael Penix <laughs> from Washington, 22 of 37 for 302, and four touchdowns, including the game winner, as the Huskies. Defeated Oregon thirty six thirty three.
0: Solid. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Purple rain. R e i g n.
0: What a what a game that was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what a game. It, it lived up to the hype. It was every bit. Every, every
2: now and then one does.
0: And and it <laughs> as was as
2: opposed to Tennessee Texas A and Yeah. Right.
0: Well, I mean. Yeah, you know, last week Texas a was in a defensive slugfest with with Alabama, but this week it was just both offenses were terrible. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Just depends on your perspective, I guess.
1: Well,
0: uh, no, I think both defense, Both
2: offenses were bad.
0: Probably. Yeah. Well, Tennessee Tennessee can run the football now, and thank goodness they can. Um, yeah. My hmm. second star, he had nothing to do with the collapse. For Boise State, Ashton Genty. 31 carries, 212 yards, three touchdowns, did everything he could to help his Broncos beat Colorado State. Unfortunately, his defense let him down. We've mentioned that name before, have we not? Yeah, he's solid.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. very,
0: very good. All
1: right.
2: Just?
10: Um, I got to go with my boy, Cooper Cup. Coming back hey, welcome back. Man, I'm telling you, I I feel like it has got to be one of the hardest things ever to like be a professional athlete, miss out on a lot of games, uh, because of injury, and then come back and just kill it again. Like you like you didn't leave, you know? I mean that's gotta be to me one one of the hardest things ever, probably. I mean
2: It's gotta be frustrating for them
10: too. Right, right, exactly. Because I'm sure like they think they say, Yeah, I'm gonna be the same, I'm gonna be the same, but in the back of your mind you're like, Am I gonna be the same? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right
2: um my third monstar <clears throat> and i have to issue a little bit of an apology in the process of going with this monstar i apologize jerry Goff i wasn't familiar with your game <laughs> how
10: about him
2: Thirty of forty-four for three fifty-three and a pair of touchdowns as Detroit defeated Tampa Bay twenty to six. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, and I
0: said this last year. I I I think Jared Goff was in a an unfortunate situation, not necessarily a bad situation. It just didn't work for him. Detroit fits. I think Jerry Goff is a very good quarterback. I always have thought that. I just think that I have
2: not.
10: <laughs> I honestly, honestly, I have not either. I have not,
2: I, I and mean, and I'm not gonna, I'm I'm not gonna say otherwise. I have not thought he was a yeah, very good can, quarterback, <laughs> but I think he's got some weapons in Detroit. Yeah, and he's taking full advantage. Yeah, and and,
0: and it, it's just a, Dan Campbell's done a great job.
10: Yeah, I think he really has. speaking on what you were saying. Like, I think that they put the right piece, like for what he is good at they are enhancing it in Detroit. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're putting him in the right position to do what he is good at.
2: Yeah. He's doing it. No doubt. Yes. Uh, big,
0: you know, you talked about Miami and, and A-chain, but mm-hmm. got to give props to Adam Thielen. Yeah. He catches 115 yards and a touchdown and uh, is doing great was definitely worth the ninth round pick that I used to, to pick him <laughs> up in fantasy. Uh, unfortunately, after week one, I dropped him because I thought Bryce Young was terrible, and I was like, this right. guy's not going to do anything. In the last two weeks, he's had over 100 yards in the touchdowns, so <laughs> that's, that's my luck.
10: Um, I'm going to go with uh, our boy Sam Howell. Oh, yeah. You know, I just, I never mm-hmm. thought. I, I, to me, he was one of those guys that, like, you kind of filled in, like, uh, um, Sam Darnold. You know, he's not going to play terrible, but he's not going to, like, go out there and win stuff. And, you know, with 151 yards passing's not not too amazing, but he did what he had to do, three touchdowns, you know, and beat.
0: the Quality efficiency?
10: And, <laughs> and, the, and the score to that game, 24 16, they were beating them the whole game, the Falcons, the Commanders were. So shout out to him.
0: All right. Let's take a break when we come back. Daily Titans update. Terry McCormick standing by. So stick around for that here on the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop. We'll be right back after this.
6: When you're on the go, you deserve service that's fast, friendly, and clean. You know what else you deserve? all the perks to go with it. At Fast Stop Markets, you can have both. Give yourself an upgrade. Enroll in Fast Stop Perks. Trust us, you'll be shocked at how fast the perks start rolling out. As a loyal Fast Stop customer, you'll feel like an A-list celebrity every time you walk through our doors. You can now shop and earn every time you visit our stores. Enroll in the Fast Stop Perks loyalty program and start earning points that you can spend like cash on fuel, food, and more. You can also earn great freebies Join reward clubs, and most importantly, use your points to get money off at the pump. It all happens at checkout with our friendly staff. Just be sure to use your Fast Stop Perks card or app every time you purchase. You want perks too, don't you? Enroll today and start earning the perks you deserve. Visit your local Fast Stop Markets or go to FastStopPerks.com to start earning your perks today. Fast Stop Markets, keeping you moving.
0: today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Justin, you're going to have to give us our head, our headphones, I'm sorry, because otherwise, we have no idea what Terry McCormick, mm. coming to us from St. Thomas Sports Park, I presume, uh, will have to say.
2: So Yeah, we it, it'd be good if we can hear Terry. Yeah, we'll we'll so, give... Hang on just a second, Terry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, you can hear us, but we can't hear you yet. So just, yeah. So um, tell
0: us, Terry, what's going on. Well, it is your
11: daily Titans report brought to you by Zen sports, changing the bonus game for the better guys. Uh, Mike Brabel just held his press conference out here at St. Thomas sports park uh, as they arrived back from London. And he said that the, the Ryan Tannehill ankle injury is much like it was The first time he injured it last year, Uh, you know, he missed a few games, then came back uh, and then re-injured it again and was lost for the season. So he said it's much the same. He didn't rule him out for next week, but he is going about the process of getting both Malik Willis and Will Levis some practice reps this week as they have their bye week. And they try to fine tune and uh, rework things and then, uh, you know, get ready for the Atlanta Falcons next
0: week. Were you surprised by anything that he had to say today?
11: Uh, No, no, not really. He's not going to come out and give it away that, you know, what Tannehill's, you know, the status of it is. But uh, if you look at the last time it happened, I think he missed a couple of games and then was back. You know, the tricky part of this is that right after the bye, not only do they have the Atlanta Falcons, but they've got the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, three days later on Thursday night game on the road. So, uh, if you're talking about Tannehill, you know, missing some time after the bye, could miss both of those games. That's a very short turnaround to come off that ankle injury.
2: Well,
0: you almost feel like you just have to keep him out for one. If you're going to play him on Thursday, you got to keep him out on Sunday. One would
2: think. I don't know. I I, I kind of feel like you got to keep him out for both.
0: Well, it just depends on
2: know, where he's at, but uh, yeah, it just, but, it's, it's not ideal. I
0: don't know that it's not, that you don't just keep him out, period. I, I,
2: yeah. Yeah. I think I really kind of feel like you're getting to that point, Terry, just from the standpoint <coughs> that, you know, again, and we've talked about this at various points in these updates. We'll let yeah. us really get a preseason.
11: Yeah. At some point you got to see what you got in him. You, you, you gotta got to see. You,
2: and the, it, it may as well be now.
11: Yeah, I mean, no better time really because you think about it—you got an extra week to prepare. You got a home game where you won't be in a hostile environment on the road. To me, it just makes all kinds of sense that if you're going to go with one of these guys, go ahead and put Will Levis out there, let him take his lumps, and let's see what you got. See if he passes the test.
2: Yeah, because you you have to know if your quarterback for 2024 is on your roster or not, and I mean. You can't know that without getting a good, oh, fair there you are. Look at Levis. Yeah, you
0: and I think we, I think at this point, and again, I don't, I still don't know that that we can accurately ex- assess Malik Willis as a quarterback. But at this point, he's not the Titans' quarterback, not of the future.
11: Yeah, I think what it is, I think, you know, he's still playing too much like a college quarterback, trying to run around and make too many plays on his own and in the NFL unless you're just a super athlete like Lamar Jackson and even Lamar as you saw yesterday is transitioning into more of a throwing quarterback, didn't take off and run as much. Uh you know, he's got to learn that process and that and that takes time and I don't know if the Titans are willing to be that patient with him.
2: Again, like you said, I I don't know I I don't really know what we know about Malik Willis because this offensive line is putrid. But
0: I think they've been
2: better the last two weeks,
0: but I think one one thing is, and and correct me if I'm wrong, Terry, but NPF played left tackle in the second half, didn't
11: he? He did. They put him in there, and I think Mike Brable was, uh, you know, pretty pleased with how he did. I mean, wasn't perfect, but I think he was pretty pleased with how he, especially in the run game, how he finished blocks. He said he had a nice block on the Tajay Spears screen pass that helped to spring him for that 48-yard gain. So, uh, I think the change might be permanent there. I think he might be your left tackle, at least in the short term.
0: And, and you're going to need a little bit of time for your line to gel with a new left tackle. Of course, uh, hopefully, that at least fixes some of the issues but you know obviously coming back from london is that there's a lot that goes into that and so what's this week look like for the titans
11: well they'll get practice work in there's no media availability but then they'll they'll get a
0: few days of practice in and
11: then they'll take uh the rest of the week off and then come back monday and come back in the building and start preparing for the falcons
2: Terry, I thought it was interesting in yesterday's post-game, you know, um, Vrabel kind of seemed to let the curtain down just a tad when he said that, you know, everything that's wrong with this team, we may not be able to correct.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: that That was as frank as I've heard him be regarding some of the issues with this team and with this roster at this point but i was i was kind of intrigued by the honesty there
11: very candid very honest you're you're absolutely right i was the same way I, I heard that and i'm like wow that's uh revealing right there so to my way of thinking you know he sort of backtracked it a little bit today saying that you know there's some things you can't change in terms of you know how big you are how fast you are things like that but I think what he said kind of stands and uh you know this team does have a lot of holes and you know as you guys know sometimes you just have to wait and wait till you can do better and fix them with somebody else and that may and that may be hard to do uh you know to salvage the rest of this year.
0: Do you think that this year is worth salvaging? Should I they think, salvage
11: it? I think we're close to the point where they need to Uh, start thinking about the future, you know, I mean, two and four is not impossible to come back from the schedule does get a little bit easier, uh, as you go forward, but, uh, they'd better get on a winning streak and get on it quick. If they want to salvage something from this year,
0: how did you feel about the defensive backfield this week?
11: Um, they played a little better, you know, they they only gave up a couple of explosive plays, but, uh, thought they played a little bit better. It'll be interesting to see if they can uh, maintain that. Uh, Christian Fulton got pulled out for Trey Avery for a couple of series, but uh, Brable said overall he thought Fulton's play was better than it had been the week before. So, you know, we'll see. Still a work in progress.
0: All right. Well, there you have it, folks. That is your Daily Titans update from Terry McCormick. Terry, tell us about Zen Sports.
11: Okay, Zen Sports the new sports book in Tennessee that's revolutionizing the way you earn bonus rewards. You can earn a whopping 5% cash back. Welcome bonus with your code main street for the first 15 days. That's M A I N S T. When you sign up with that code main street, you can earn 5% cash back for your first 15 days. Also Zen sports has referral bets where you can earn a whopping 3% cash back on your referral bets. Zen in sports, changing the betting game for the better. Gambling problem, call 1-800-889-9789. Must be 21 or older in Tennessee. Terms and conditions apply. Since
0: 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic OrthoQuick helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid Tennessee Bone Joint
6: Clinic. When you're on the go, you deserve service that's fast, friendly, and clean. You know what else you deserve? All the perks to go with it. At Fast Stop Markets, you can have both. Give yourself an upgrade. Enroll in Fast Stop Perks. Trust us. You'll be shocked at how fast the perks start rolling out. As a loyal Fast Stop customer, you'll feel like an A-list celebrity every time you walk through our doors. You can now shop and earn every time you visit our stores. Enroll in the Fast Stop Perks loyalty program and start earning points that you can spend like cash on fuel, food, and more. You can also earn great freebies join reward clubs and most importantly use your points to get money off at the pump it all happens at checkout with our friendly staff just be sure to use your fast stop perks card or app every time you purchase you want perks too don't you enroll today and start earning the perks you deserve visit your local fast stop markets or go to faststopperks.com to start earning your perks today fast stop markets keeping you moving
0: here on the main street to sports today. Roadshow fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Again, Fast Stop Perks. Download the app today on your iPhone or Android device. Start earning points. You can get up to a dollar off a gallon of gas. Up to a dollar off a gallon, that's a lot. So make sure uh, to join Fast Stop Perks today.
2: Gotcha, go ahead. Before we get into the AP poll, we need to mention some news that's being reported by WSMB Channel 4 at WSMB.com. Um, Middle Tennessee State football director of player personnel, Nick Woodley, was arrested Sunday after police say he exposed himself to a young girl at Target. Um Woodley has been arrested on charges of indecent exposure and resisting arrest. And according to WSMV4's Marissa Sulek, Athletics Director Chris Masaro says that Woodley has been suspended. Uh, quote, Nick Woodley has been suspended as we continue gathering inf- information on the incident. We are disappointed and take these matters very seriously. So... Yeah, Woodley was
0: a, a is an Alabama graduate and worked in the Crimson Tide's football program as a manager, according to John Bryce of Football Scoop. And has been on the staff at MTSU for six years. So, not sure. Not sure what you feel like. You know, somebody's been around your program for six years. You know him pretty well and this seems to be kind of an out of the blue thing so i don't know what was going on but um obviously it's not good a really tough situation for MTSU to to find itself in especially right now um with you know obviously coming off a win on a lot Tech, got, got a little momentum and then now this hits your program the day before you have to play you know, probably at the Liberty. biggest game to the, uh, of the <laughs> year to this point, and that's at Liberty.
2: Two and five at this point. Yeah. No.
0: So it's, it's it's tough tough time. Yeah. But uh, all right, let's get into the AP poll here as Georgia has started gaining its first place votes back.
2: Well, gaining its first place votes back, losing its tight end. Yeah,
0: and. Uh, you know, I think that's certainly bears watching mm-hmm. uh, as they got to go to Jacksonville for the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. <laughs> I, you, why do I need to preface the, or, or qualify that with outdoor? It's most likely the
2: world's largest you cocktail party. You would think that there's not a larger mm-hmm. indoor Cocktail party is where there? would there be? I don't know. It would be pretty hard to
0: be in. I mean, the only way that you could do it is to play it inside the Georgia Dome. <laughs> or
2: Mercedes-Benz or, or Well, the, p- the party, the party isn't in there anyway. It's well, probably yeah, in the parking it, lot. Yeah. So, right.
0: So I mean, to me, yeah, I don't know. So about, I don't know why you had to qualify it. I don't think they did. Yeah. I think they just. They could have just left it
2: with "World's Largest cocktails because that's what we. Are. Well, but we're headline writers, so we're looking for ways to shorten things. Yeah, right? there's that. Yeah, there is that. Uh, you know,
0: Michigan continues. Look, I. Here's the thing about Michigan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We're gonna know eventually because mm-hmm. they're gonna have to play Penn State and Ohio State. Both. But goodness gracious. Do like, they play them both? Yes. Okay. They're both in the same division. Okay. Oh. They're all three in one division. The other side of the conference is absolute trash can juice, like just all of it. How are you besmirching Iowa like that? Iowa is going to go twelve and one. (laughs) I saw who was it? Matt Brown who said, "Wouldn't it be hilarious if Iowa went twelve and one, won the Big Ten, and still didn't reach the twenty five point per game threshold?"
2: What is supposed to happen if they don't? Okay, so
0: nothing happens (laughs) but but it it makes um it it his two year extension, contract extension is not automatic. Mm. So you know he could be fired, but I guess if here's the thing. If and, it, and let me, is Iowa ranked again? They are. They're 24th. I thought they were. Iowa has not played nobody, Paul. <laughs> and the one team they did play, they got beat by. And But, but this team is going to be a top 25 team all year just because of the, the side of the conference that they play in. I mean, it's absolute, just horrible. So I'm curious, you know. How long How long can they, you know, uh, will they be top ten by then, by the Big Ten championship game? I
2: mean, I don't know how. Or 15? A, a lot of people have to lose in front of them, even if they continue winning, just because they're not winning very impressively, because they're not very good.
0: Because they're not very good, exactly. Now, Michigan, on the other hand, hasn't played nobody, but they have not struggled at all. And so I'm okay with their number two at this point. I'm just – because we're going to know. We're going to find out, so just leave them be.
2: Yeah. They are what they are. Uh, and, again, Michigan's, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are all going to play each other, and they're all in the top seven. So just – so it'll shake out. Right. Washington moves
0: up a couple spots. Oregon only down one. Did they get that right? <sighs> I mean, Texas didn't play and
2: moved up. I'm not sure about that. I, I don't understand how teams improve without playing in a poll, especially a when the, the the team that you jumped,
0: that swapped places with you, lost by three on the road to a top five team. Yeah, that's tough. But
2: did Oklahoma play this week? Uh, Oklahoma, because they slipped to they slipped a spot to six. I guess they had to fall for Washington to go up. up. Yeah, Florida State holding on at number four. So your top four teams are the same as last week. Right. Uh, North Carolina moves up after
0: the win against Miami. Not a very impressive win, but a win nonetheless. And no. sometimes, you know, again, Miami was a top 25 team. Sometimes that's all you got to do. Um, Ask Al Davis. They just win, baby. Oregon State up to 12, and they've got a tough road game, clearly, coming they up. They do have a tough road apparently game. Apparently, Arizona is on a mission right now, and the Wildcats are running roughshod. They certainly ran roughshod this past weekend. Uh, how much does that affect
2: USC's ranking? Because a lot of folks dropped USC because, because they— the, Because Arizona took them to what? Triple overtime? Triple overtime. Yeah. Before they won, I mean, it depends on how much attention people are paying. I mean, it should be a boost for Southern Cal. Now, so but I don't know that it necessarily is. Well, since they dropped eight spots it was this week, to, you lose to
0: Notre Dame, and that'll happen. Notre Dame. I
2: thought up. Notre Dame was supposed to be
0: good. Well, Notre. Well, they. they and won. Notre
2: Dame went up six
0: they by beating USC. And Louisville drops seven spots after their loss. Notre Dame now six spots ahead
2: of Louisville, who dropped them. Who them? Yeah, I mean. What do you the, do? The top 25 poll is a classic case of what have you done for me lately? <laughs> no, unless. Unless it's not.
0: <laughs> unless you're in the you know, the preseason poll.
2: Well, maybe. Because what has Michigan done for anyone? Well, I mean, maybe uh, you're getting to lose. the point of the season now, though, where week to week means more.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, hey, uh, I, I have a hard time putting... Six and two Notre Dame at fifteen with six and one Louisville at twenty one. Sure.
1: Who we'll just, beat, just them. beat them
0: last week? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two, yeah. Not not this Saturday, but like the Saturday before. Ten days ago. Yes. <laughs> I mean it's not been a month. It's been ten days. And uh, so I, I don't know, man. It just it seems so weird. It is. But what do but you do? But I mean do? it
2: is Notre Dame.
0: What do yeah. you do? I mean, it's it's really hard because, I mean, what do you do? Do you put Louisville at 16 and Notre Dame at 17 and the USC at 18? I mean.
2: <laughs> and if so, then what's that do to Duke and Tennessee?
0: Right. I mean, do they go up or do they go down? Like, I, I it's it's just hard to rank them. And, yes, head-to-head supposed to mean something, but also, like, when you get into situations like this, it's really hard to to put together a poll of 25 teams.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, again, and this is what we've said a million times, if if all things are equal and Louisville and Notre Dame are 15 and 16, then Louisville better be 15. But I don't think all things are equal in this point.
2: No, because clearly Notre Dame's win over USC Carries some weight, right? And, and and Louisville, you know,
0: just uh, I guess the hangover still there. I guess, and that's bizarre. It, it really is. How about Air Force and Tulane both getting into the poll? Air Force definitely
2: deserves to be. I think After Tulane Lanes. deserves. Oh, to I, be. absolutely. I mean, and, what? Their only losses to Ole Miss, right?
0: Yeah. Without their,
7: quarterback. Without their
0: quarterback, so I mean, Tulane and, and Air Force are are going to be fighting for that G5 New Year's New Year's Six Bowl. But Air Force right now looks really good. I think I think they deserve to be ranked in the top twenty-five. I think they're probably aptly ranked right now. Um, I think Missouri, Justin, do you have do you have the the post-game tweet from Missouri? Because
2: <laughs> perhaps the greatest
0: thing I've ever seen.
2: That's so brutal. It it was so
7: well done.
2: <laughs> so well done. <laughs> so what's funnier, that or SNL? Oof! Wow!
0: Uh man. Kenan Thompson's portrayal of Deion Sanders was impeccable. Spot on. <laughs> and it was yes, in your DM. It's, it's yeah. And uh, so I, I don't know. I mean I think the clever of part. The, of the Missouri tweet? The cleverness of the Missouri tweet. And let's see just if Justin has it to where we can pull that up real quick. Oh, he said <laughs> We're just gonna watch them. There it is. The if only, you can see it. The only thing that's missing is uh, your fuel points at the bottom. Like that's it. And so you can see that it looks like a, like a bit of a crumpled up receipt
2: from Kroger, from Kroger.
0: where <laughs> cashier Eli Drinkwitz <laughs> rings you up.
2: He drink what's what you catch here, That's.
0: and and so just well done, all the way around. Well done. So. That being said, Kenan Thompson was phenomenal. No, oh, look at me, look at me. I like how he took the glasses off though. That was important. And, and so
2: well, I mean, some some people put some importance in that. Looking at you, Jay Norville. Yeah, well, when I when I talk to adults and all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I feel like I feel like this is one of the more accurate AP polls based on what we've seen.
2: But you've got three teams with two losses.
0: We do have three teams with two losses, but if you look, I mean, should James Madison be ranked? Probably.
2: Now you can't have three G
0: five teams That'd up be, there. You'd be really in trouble then. Outside of that, though, who else?
2: Who else? You look at the others receiving votes. Yeah, did Washington State deserve to, they fell, they were ranked, weren't they? 13th. Did they deserve to fall out? I mean, Arizona got them pretty good, but I mean, well, and, maybe and, Arizona's good. Now We're going to
0: find out, but here's the thing. Oregon State lost to Washington State pretty good. Again. Number 12 <laughs> in the country.
2: I'm telling you, head-to-head doesn't mean anything.
0: I mean, I guess all things aren't equal. Now, if Arizona wins, did they did they receive any votes? They Arizona did, did, not, receive did not receive any, any votes, votes, and, and votes. they are not ranked. Well, I mean, and we don't have a whole lot of time. We, we do about not. A, we got about a a minute and a half, but I, you look at their schedule, and it's is there a way for Arizona to get ranked? They're four and three. They so lost to Mississippi State. In they overtime. Beat, they beat Stanford by a point. Lost to Washington, lost to USC.
2: That's it. They lost they, to USC in overtime. So yeah. so two of the losses are
0: in overtime. And both and all three of them on the road. Two losses in Washington State I mean and Washington State was and, ranked and 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 the number 5 team in the country only beat on the, uh, at home only beat them. By a touchdown. By a touchdown. I think they got an argument. And if they win this week, they got to be top 25. I don't care if they got three losses or not. <laughs> Seriously. Well,
2: I hear you. But, I mean, we'll see. Boy, it's not a good look, though.
0: If Arizona's mm-hmm. picking off your best teams and they lost to an SEC team, that Pac 12 is the best conference narrative and the SEC sucks narrative. It goes right out the window. Yeah, because Mississippi State is... The worst SEC team there is. <laughs> so, Arguably. Anyway. yeah. Tomorrow, we're back in the studio. And it'll be fun. We've got Chip Walters. We've got, uh, we got Greg Collie, mm-hmm. talking Braves post-mortem and all of that. And all much, much more. Again, this has been the Main Street Sports Today Roadshow, fueled by Fast Stop Markets. Thanks for being with us here at Conference USA Media Day.